2: Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms of supply see mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone.
3: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minutes of injury time. injury time, injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almuvia saves, knockout follows in, Almuvia saves again. And now what?
4: Good afternoon, everybody. Well, that was nothing short of shite, wasn't it? What a dreadful, dreadful lack of performance, dreadful lack of reaction. First of all, though, First of all, let's give Middlesbrough some credit. They signed Cameron Archer. Now, I appreciate that everybody on social media will kind of react badly to a defeat of that nature, but there's been an awful lot of people saying, Go and get Cameron Archer. He's a really good forward. Now today I was listening to the Middlesbrough, the Middlesbrough commentary on the game, and they could not believe the difference that starting Cameron Archer made to their starting lineup. The difference to having somebody who's prepared to drop in, pick up the ball, let it go, and then, you know, kind of hustle back in again, and also to run in behind. For everybody who's been asking for Cameron Archer all season, well done. He's a fine player. But we've had a number of players come in. We weren't, it wasn't particularly a a dreadful starting 11, but the lack of failing to react to the tempo that Middlesbrough under Michael Carrick set was criminal. Absolutely criminal! Aghast at that a, a week in, and appreciate that we've still got uh, a number of a number of injuries. The, the failure to to be able to even try to uh, to to pick up with the level of effort and input that uh, the that Middlesbrough came at us with, we just seemed to be rested back on our heels. We had uh, in the first half a run through from uh, from Camera from deep, where it looked like he could have a number of choices and chose neither of them, and it got snuffed out. We had Pat Butcher. Uh, Matthias Martins have a chance which he came through again could have squared it but uh, took the chance and put it over those aside until Toby Adeyemo had a chance at the near post in late on in the second half I don't think we really troubled their keeper at all whereas Middlesbrough were up for it pushed the ball around, pushed us around, and we didn't react at all. Needless to say, as happens with 600-year uh, Nigerian curses, we've had another hamstring injury. Uh, we've we've seen now Sierra Alta go off. So with only a few days left for the, uh, for the transfer window, it'll be interesting to see whether or not we can allow Pollock to go off and, as was reported go and join up with Aberdeen, potentially. Obviously, we've got the new lad, Porteous, signed. And there is also, I think it's pronounced Hurt, or Hoot, rumoured to be coming in. So we'll see what uh, what people think of that. But enough of my meandering. We've got loads of five-word reviews, which we'll get to. But we're going to start We're going to start with, uh, with with Katie. Let's add Katie in. Because uh, as I was listening, Katie, as I was listening to the Middlesbrough commentators, who were a thing of joy in the first half, until they scored, and then, of course, they could go on about that, all their observations about, well, Watford was doesn't their kit look like Leicester? And they they said it three times, which was quite depressing. And then it got really depressing. Katie, Katie, hit your mic button. Let us know what you think, because you know a thing or two about Leicester, not just the fact that our shirts look like it. But uh, what were your thoughts today?
5: Yeah, I noticed that they said that and I was like wow the commentators are so bored they have to say that we look like a different team and we do not look like Leicester because I actually watched their game earlier today and they were really good in the FA Cup so we did not look like that but I I watched I was watching the game and this whole I put it to be our halftime and I was like people were saying you know bill out and I just think that it's actually ridiculous that people I have to say like our fan base is so reactionary when it comes to this I remember saying on this the Twitter spaces on here I remember saying when we sat edwards i was like the next manager we bring in just back him our fans are part of the problem as soon as we go and we lose a game or i understand we we didn't play well today i'm not saying we played well and village got it wrong but we should be able to criticize players and criticize managers without instantly going get rid get rid because we look so like stupid when we do it and when i see it on twitter i'm like what are we like we are part of the problem if people are acting like that we should be able to say yeah okay he got it wrong today but that doesn't mean he's gonna get it wrong every week our fan base always like oh we win a game oh he's the best manager he's great we lose oh he's rubbish blah blah blah, blah. Middlesbrough are a good side they're literally probably like they're, they're better they're above us now yep. i just think it's it was a tough game it's a tough place to go i wasn't expecting a win i mean yeah we probably could have played better should have turned up a bit more but like we've got these new signings we're still in an am- a really bad injury crisis where we've like no one's really come back from injury yet apart from davis and he only played 45 minutes today yeah obviously yeah we've got the new signings but they need time and obviously i understand you bring them in 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 january and you think okay well they need to be ready to play but these players need to learn how to work with the other players you know it's just unfair to expect such high demands and i understand people want to See us promoted. People want to see us win every game, but it's not realistic. And I understand people's frustration with Billich because I do think he did get it wrong today. The subs were weird. It was wrong, but to say that he should be sacked, I think is even worse. That that is the worst thing I think we could do for us now because he's here at least till the end of the season. I would say because I just don't see us doing any better with anyone else. But I mean, it's just my opinion. But I just don't see why us getting rid of someone else again, who's just trying his best, really. I mean, maybe not his best in some games, but it's just, it's very reactionary. And I understand people will be angry, but to say we should sack him straight away is just, it's not the road to go down.
4: Fair enough. That's good. That's in support of uh, of Slaven Bilic. I must confess, I, ch- I was charging my phone in the second half and just sitting there, watching it rather than anything else so I didn't actually have a look at Twitter for the last 45 minutes so if people have been calling for Slavin yeah he he deserves you know the minimum anybody deserves is at least one transfer window I, I you know I'm sure we've gone through several managers without giving them that but no, no 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 let him get through it let him get through it well said Katie there you go there's one for that thank you Katie there's Katie basically saying look it's not just sitting with uh, with, with Slaven. Let us know how everybody thinks as you come on, because this is the place where it's all, all right to come on and say, no, I do think he should go, or no, I don't think he should go, or anywhere in between. A funny background noise. I've ah. got myself in the toilet. Basically. Are you trying to hide from your children? Yeah, yes, yes. Ha- I'm actually
0: <laughs> hiding from the children in that's, the
4: toilet. <laughs> if that's not a metaphor for being a Watford fan today, I do not know what is. But never mind. Despite the strange uh, kind of... Uh, sterile echoing in the background what were your your thoughts today in Florida
0: I'm going to completely disagree with Katie and I think Billet should be sacked you think Uh, he should go yes um, he gets it tactically wrong um, constantly it seems at the start of the game Um, after about 10 minutes it was blatantly clear we were in a lot of trouble Coney should have been hooked after 10 minutes Uh, Arujo should have started but he's standing there shrugging very passive and he's overseen three of the worst away performances actually in Watford history Uh, away at Blackpool 3-1 4-0 defeat to Swansea and then today 2-0 it should have been a lot more obviously there are a lot of other problems at the club I've talked about that before but you said Peter yourself he deserves a transfer window well he he's just given the players, and you look at Burnley, for example, and they have Company, who is younger than Billich. He is he was a world class player. There is a degree of respect there, an aura around him. Um, Billich doesn't have that aura. I would say Carrick even has that aura. Mm-hmm. Wonderful player for Manchester United. And it's not working with Bilic and people can can attack me and abuse me as much as they want, but but it, it's not working and we could slip out of the playoffs and he's moaning about we need another uh, winger, a midfielder. Well, I'd say every week we need a left-back. Kamara, another horrendous, horrendous display. Morris, not good enough, but Kamara is a disgrace of a player. The sooner he goes to Udinese, the better. But I would be, if I was Bilic, I'd say need a left back more than anything. Uh, the medical department, another hamstring, obviously that's not Bilic's fault, but perhaps he could say, why aren't they stretching before the game? Stretch before the game. But I would sack Bilic, I don't see why. What's the point of keeping him? They got rid of Rob Edwards. A mistake. I would have kept Rob Edwards. Billich is worse than Rob Edwards. Sack him.
4: Right, well, there's Uncle Ron. He wants Kamara gone. Thank, thank you, Uncle Ron. Always a pleasure, even uh, even when listening to the uh, the echoing urinals of Florida <laughs> or wherever he is. He sounds like he's in a very plush bathroom. So we've got one saying Billet should be should be out. We've got one person saying no, absolutely keep him there. So we're going to have that as our theme for the day, should we? And I'm not going to say should he be out. My question is, should he be questioned? Should his position come into question? That's I think that's a reason thing to ask after after some poor performances and I must confess when you were saying about the away performances there uncle I was personally thinking of Millwall myself and uh, you didn't even count that so there have been there have been some bad bad away performances and a lot of people have traveled and followed the club and the team all over the country and they didn't get an awful lot back there today did they it was a thoroughly limp and effortless kind of performance from the vast majority of the players. It would be also good though to know if there is something good that you can pick out from today. What were your thoughts of seeing forty-five minutes from uh, uh, from Roche? And what about you know? Toby came on and uh, and tried to put himself about. Was there any positives you can take out of that? Now that is a challenge. Let's go over to Wendover and uh, Mr. Greg Theaker, Wendover Horn, Greg. How are we doing? I hey, mate. You all right? Oh, I'm all right. Thank you very much. We're, I'm looking forward to the five word reviews. I'm guessing yeah. there may be a f- there may be a few sweary ones, and I'm I not looking imagine. at anybody. I'm not looking at anybody in particular when I say that, Mikey. Abraham's, but we'll see that <laughs> anyway. Anyway,
6: So what should we Go kick off with? Should we kick off with with tonight's takeaway or, or, oh. or that? <laughs> All <laughs> that piss poor performance. I,
4: I think we. I think everybody. Everybody is first of all wanting to know: Are we having a change of cuisine from Indian, or, or are we sticking with Indian? First of all, no, it's Chinese tonight, mate. It's Chinese. Oh well, that could be any number of things. Nobody, it's nobody orders a, a single it's definitely, it's Surely,
6: definitely Chinese tonight with with two definite dishes that has to have to be had. Go on, fri- special fried rice and. Uh, Uh, sweet and sour chicken balls and then they're the two staples and then we'll have some noodles or, or whatever but Definitely uh, special fried rice and, and, and the chicken bulls without
4: This is good. This this is good. This is good. One of these nights we are gonna make sure that actually Greg gets to order a Chinese takeaway based solely on the starting eleven squad numbers and whatever it is, that's what you yeah, have. That'd be good, anyway, it? that'd be good. <laughs> it? Well, who knows? Who knows? Oh, find out find out what a fifty four is. So what well, come on in, what do you think about the game? Wait. What do you think about everything uh, this week? Yeah, got beaten by
6: a better side tonight this afternoon, didn't we, mate? They they were just I thought, better in every single department. Their front boys were fast, direct, and deadly. Ours weren't. We looked outnumbered in midfield. We looked poor at the back. They were just better than us, Pete. They were just better than us. There's a lot of criticism coming uh, Kone's way. Come on, chaps, let's not forget, that boy has played 26 games, professional games, in a Canadian league, which is inferior to the championship. He's been slung in because we are so short of numbers in midfield. I think he'll be all right in time, but he's not ready, is he? You could see today he wasn't ready. Let's just see what this what this week brings. You know, we're rumored to having this final midfielder coming in that seems to have stalled. I've seen that winger today announced, Anthony, and let's just see. What? Where do I feel on Bilic? No. We can't twist again. We cannot twist again. We've got to give him this window and see if he gets what he's asked for out of this window and then take it from there.
4: Okay, so we're not twisting again like we did last summer. Not I'm here, I'm here all week, people. Chubby Checker, thank you very much indeed. Oh well, there uh, was there anything positive you can take from any anybody's individual performance that played today? Any 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 green shoots that you can pick out for us? Because let's face it, otherwise it's going to be a pretty dire kind of uh, chat about how things went wrong. Right. I can't I
6: can't pronounce your surname, but Henrik Henrik. He yeah, he, he he looks like he's. He, he he comes alive in the box. I think I think I think he, I think he's going to score goals. There's something wrong with Davis, isn't there? He just just didn't look. He's either injured or he's got a virus or this or the other. I think these rumours that we're we're looking for another striker could be true. You know, even Britta Thombolonga was mentioned yesterday. Ike Agbo was also being mentioned, a player that we've been linked with for a number of years. Whose, whose career seems to have stalled since leaving the Chelsea Academy. There's two more coming in. I think I think we need more. Yeah. Ah,
4: are we talking are we talking about Uche Ugbo? Uche Ugh. Ugbo. Other- yeah.
6: Uche Ugbo. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Or otherwise known as EK Ugbo, because, you know, two Ugbos is better than one, I suppose. You did a piece yeah. on
6: it, Pete, didn't you? Uh, your- yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, there was a piece when I did on Transfer Talk a couple of years ago about uh, about him. He looked quite tidy there, but he doesn't seem to have found a found a home. He's kind of currently kind of drifting around uh, nor- northern France and Belgium. So I'm sure an agent somewhere in that vicinity will be picking him up when he's clear of a court case or two. David is frustrated,
6: isn't he? You can see all the abilities there, but... There's a reason he's he's not at Villa anymore and all these injuries and... What do you think, Pete? There's a player there, isn't there? But you can't ever get him fit, can you?
4: I imagine that 45 minutes is probably what he was slated to do and then we'll change it. My frustration is when he gets the ball and he turns, there are sometimes... Uh, there, there's sometimes a very quick option for him to use the pass simply. And he yeah. does hold, we we all know he holds it too long, but there was a moment earlier on in the, in the first half, cause he only played in the first half where the ball got played into him. He does his, his great thing of you know, being back to goal. He's strong and he can keep it. And he turned and Saar made a run in behind and he just decided to take an extra touch. And oh. in the time that you take that touch, Sars gone offside, the ball plays for it. And it's like, ah, come on. Just the, the most complicated thing in football sometimes is to play the simplest of passes. Yeah, because yeah, if you, if yeah. you don't play it, when you see it, it's gone. The picture changes and it, and it's gone straight away. And that, that was, that was the case today. But yeah, exactly as you hey. said, Saar there was 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 as big a frustration oh. as he has been for an awful long time. He's got to give us something because you know the the, the shape that we started with is a four-two-three-one. We then shifted into three at the back with uh, with Hamza Chowdhury sitting in and then Kone sitting deeper um, with no seeming kind of fixed abode of uh, uh, of a formation, and then we kind of wound up playing this sort of sort of four-four-two, four-two-four to try to chase something in the second half which looks a little bit more, more solid, but of course it was all very piecemeal because Sierra Alta went off, we went. We had Ferreira yeah. going off, etc. So, it yeah, no, very frustrating.
6: It was all no, it very, was very, very, very odd. You know, a final point, Pete, and we've been Go. saying this for weeks. week, that team desperately needs a leader, somebody to get them by the, on the pitch I believe Porteous is that type of player, and for reading in between the lines, this midfielder that they may or may not have lined up. Andrew put a comment on a, on a Twitter feed. This midfielder might well be a leader type. So let's let's just hope. Let's just let's just hope we have a good window, good end to the window, good week, and see what happens. And I'm Billick in, certainly to the end of the season. Prediction, if it doesn't
4: work for Billick, our next manager, head coach, will be German. Oh, there we go. We have a a German. There goes Wendover Horn. Both sweet and sour all at the same time, right? We Well, we've done one in the UK. We've done one in America. We've done one in the UK. Guess where we're going? We're going to go across to Virginia again, to Jack, Jack who we spoke to last week because, let's face it, we, we're, we get, we've we got international people inexplicably. Jack, if you want to hit your mic button and uh, and let us know what your thoughts
7: were. Well, <sighs> my five-word review, uh, five review was, Christ, I need a drink. <laughs> I don't care that it's just past known. Um, <laughs>
4: well, I, I think that just puts you ahead of the curve, personally. Well done, good, I, good, yeah. good change. Gone
7: as far as the manager situation. I'm going to try to be diplomatic and straddle the line a little bit. Billich, I think, is one of the problems, but he is far from the biggest that we have right now. Oh, nice. With with the exception of, I'll say, Bachman, Cathcart, and. Actually, that might be it. Just Bachman and Cathcart, I think, and the and the, the newcomers. I think everybody else has been infected by the Watford disease. Knowing that the manager is going to take the fall eventually because Gino is still here and we don't have to put a shift in. I'd like blood alcohol tests from <laughs> Chowdhury, Kamara, and Sierra Alta. Uh, I don't know how you play that poorly sober. <laughs> and
4: uh Jack, are are you familiar with sunday league football in 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 england at all i know you've not come to the yes. uk because sunday league football that that would that that would see the vast majority of the participants leave the pitch so yeah i it's a very very good uh, very good resonating uh, example yes. blood alcohol test for what for players make a mental note of that let's put that in the typing right
7: excellent go on if i if i could speak to Kone, i would say the ball doesn't bite it doesn't have an explosive device in it. You can touch it. It's OK. He, he, he legit acted like he was afraid of it, I thought. And then once the couple of youngsters we brought on appeared, you know, Aruj, Adeyemo, they just looked like they were finally the ones who actually cared. And I'm usually a proponent for playing the veterans and giving the, the youngsters time to develop. But if the youngsters are the only ones who care, you have to throw them to the fire. If If they're the ones who have to drag us to relevance, then so be it.
4: Um, Oh, people, people, Uh, if the young ones are the ones that have to drag us to relevance, if if that isn't on a T-shirt in about two weeks' time, I'm going to have to get one made. That's superb, sir. I love
7: that entirely. And finally, if we insist on keeping this batch of veterans around, I'm wondering, what would it cost us to exhume Winston Churchill (laughs) and make him the head coach? (laughs) Oh, I think he's the only one that could get a, like it's as if we would have to military drill these players in order to get something out of. them. Oh, th- th- this
4: is this is this is this is great. We have to drag them to relevance. We're now going to be start start fighting opposition on the beaches. These these quotes are just going to write themselves. Jack, Jack, superb stuff. Thank you, sir. Brilliant. Brilliant. So you are, though, in the keep village camp. Yes.
7: Uh, yes. Just for the sake, I, I mean, it's not stable. <laughs> knowing, knowing Gino, he might go, honestly, if, if we're being serious, um, I would, if I were Billich, I would call Tom cleverly into the coach's office and say, Tom, you're not what you used to be. You want to join the staff? because every everyone in that room is going to respond to Cleves i think and he's obviously not the player he used to be but he might be able to to write the ship i don't know
2: there you go
4: there you go jack thank you sir brilliant stuff as always i'm loving all of these calls and by the way Everybody who's uh, who's called in from abroad, we've had a number of other people contact us from various different places abroad who, whose time difference means that they don't really kind of get to ring in very easily. And just saying, look, thank you for including all of the international people in on this. And we're not doing anything. That's down to you guys. So
2: all the people ringing in
4: from abroad, well done.
1: Hi, this is Nigel Gibbs, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery, fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. In the meantime, let's
4: go UK. Let's go and speak to Mr Neil Silverstein and find out what were the odds on Archer scoring against us after we've been talking about him for six months?
8: about two to one i think um, but but first of all thank god i went after the most articulate caller from north america this evening <laughs> I, oh boom go on well i was going to say <laughs> i only picked up from uh, from katie's uh, piece and it was I, I kind of start there i've not seen many people calling for billy chow there's only one person that appears to have changed his tweet from reading the word pozzo out to billy chow and and listening to the point that he made i'm not i'm, I'm not Having a go at him, a personal attack. I'm just pointing out somewhat inconsistent in his logic. That in one part he says it's clear that Billy isn't choosing the players, and then he's having a go at the players. And I think the point about stretches, the the fullback—I can't remember his name—is so many players in and out. It was midway through the second half, so I'm not sure that stretching would have been uh, effective then. But anyway. Greg, you need to add crispy shredded chili beef to that Chinese order. Ooh, ooh what,
4: what number is he? Oh,
8: God, it depends which Chinese you go to. Um,
4: oh, this is true. We're getting into technicalities. I'm struggling now.
8: Well, if you I'll go further into technicalities, I think the German manager might come from Germany, but that's just a guess. Um, and to get into the game... Um, I, for me it's just as it's been all season we probably get one game in four where the players show up and that's whether it's edward spillage or, or whoever is the manager and in fact it's probably been the way for the last few seasons so for me and i have said it all the way through the managers is actually irrelevant the reason is that the players know exactly what's going to happen and therefore when they take on they take a foot on the pitch do they actually really have to listen to what the manager says? so I'm Billage in for 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 clarity because I can't think of anyone else that you would put in that would do any any different job. And that's better or worse. I think some abilities substitutions today were making statements. And I think if you look at the Mm -hmm. impact on the squad, you've got Pollock. I think Wednesday was down at Exeter expecting to sign. Yep. Yeah, until he got a phone call. So clearly his head head is going to be in it and he's going to be committed, isn't he? Um, Well,
4: he was, was, according to results uh, reports earlier on, he was going to be going to Aberdeen then this morning. And then he's playing this afternoon.
8: Yeah. And so, and, and, and so clearly my assumption is that ability is not involved with the decisions of which players go where. So if you look at the way the players are being treated and it goes to any workforce, if, if your employer is treating you like that, are you going to listen to your line manager? I know how I'd feel if I was at work like that. I think the other dynamic that's quite interesting this week is that True Kong, where as a fan base, there's a variety of opinions about his footballing ability, but not many have questioned either his influence in the squad, around the squad, yeah. or that leadership capability that, that Jack says we're missing. Oh, I think Greg was saying we're missing. Yep. He's gone out. Now, I can't see that being his choice. So, you've, you've got to look at what I call the domino effect of the things that, that are happening in the club. And again, I'll go back to a business. The Pozos own the business, and Billich is the line manager. So, sometimes the way that the players are feeling affected and, and football is, is played between the ears as much as on the grass, right? It's the confidence, the, the stability. The, the Pozos are putting that. In making that role very very difficult but we, we know that for, for a long time but the other point going back to today's game for me one of the biggest difference between middlesbrough and us is that i believe that middlesbrough have had a pretty settled side through the season and that's where you start to get patterns of play you get players that understand each other so I think the point you're making earlier about Sars run off of David it's when you've played together that the players have that intuition and they build up they don't have to think they play naturally I don't think we've had a settled side at all this season for three games consecutively, and that will always be a problem.
4: Very good, very good. I mean, we had uh, we had a lovely, and I, and I do mean it was a lovely preview, kind of you know opposition view call with Johnny from Borough Breakdown, who was who was top draw. And even when we were talking there, and he was saying, "Look, we, we play a four four two, but we play it's almost turns into a three at the back yeah. because Giles pushes on so far." If you look at the stat, this is in fairness to Middlesbrough, they were. Coming off of a 2-0 defeat to Sunderland, Sunderland went and clustered around Giles. So he couldn't get forward. He couldn't deliver things. And it kind of knocked them out of kilter. We didn't seem to have read into that at all. And we just did seem to kind of turn up. And I I do put that at Bilic's door. But absolutely, in terms of the players and the familiarity that they have. But then you have Cameron Archer. We talk about people being young and people coming in and coming in. That, that was his first start. He's played less than 45 minutes for them. And he's come in and he's played and he's put himself about. There's a lot to take in. But as yeah. always, Neil, super
8: stuff. Um, I was just going to come back with a very valid point about Cameron Arch, But the, the, the thing is, when you've got one new player coming into the majority of a stable side... That, that's easy to introduce. But you look at there, you, you, you've you got Kone, the, the, the right back, you know, Bakuna's only played a few games before going to get injured. Then he comes back in, the young kid up front. Uh, there's four or five that we're rotating. So yes, Archer coming in and only playing 45, minutes. really valid point, but it's the level that you do that. And by the way, that podcast you did yesterday with the Middlesbrough fan, fantastic listen, and, and looking forward to the next one more than the game.
4: <laughs> oh, Neil, you're, you're lovely. Right. You, you're... Yeah. Now, Wendover Horn, you better be listening because what we're going to be doing is asking people one, would they keep Billich? But secondly, what dish would they add to your Chinese? I think uh, if there's any day to do something particularly stupid, it's definitely today. Let's go to Paul Holly. Holl- Paul, you, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm very well. Good evening, everybody. Hello, sir. L- long time no speak. I hope you're well, but. Obviously with the game.
9: <laughs> what are your thoughts? I've got I've actually got some breaking news. The Aberdeen owners just sacked their manager because they've lost six 0 today to Hibernian. So
4: I doubt Matty Pollock will be getting in the car and driving to Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we got Roy Ryan Porteous just just as they're starting to thump people. Okay.
9: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, so I, I want to sum everything up in one word. And that word Ooh, is far away. Apathy. Now if you look at Bilic's demeanour in press conferences and in general and on the sideline. And I know this is typically a Balkans type of Eastern European demeanour that we've seen before with Jukanovic, Mm -hmm. Jivic, etc. So you kind of have to give into that a little bit culturally. But there's just apathy around Bilic. And, you know, he's called out a number of decisions that clearly had no involvement in, you know, he didn't even know who Ferreira was the new full backstroke wing back. He obviously didn't really know that a Kong was going and it all relates back to when Pozzo meets up with our head coaches, managers, whatever you want to call them. There's a level of expectation set and we've all been to job interviews and, you know, it's a bit of a game You sell yourself and sometimes you sugarcoat yourself and the the employer sugarcoats the job. And often you find out, you know, a few days, weeks in that some things aren't always what they seem, but you make the best of it. But I just think there's a generalness around what these people are being promised, the control, the input on transfers, and then what turns out to be the reality. And I think you look at Villic's press conference, you look at his messaging, the calling out yesterday of I've only got 33% of what I've asked for. It's the 28th of January. You know, the window opened on the 1st Mm -hmm. of January. We've known we've been short for months. And so I think it's not a question of billiching out. I think he's checked out. And some of the strange substitutions, the setup, and his demeanor, I think he's kind of gone, well, do you know what? If I get fired, I get the compensation. He probably won't walk because he wouldn't get any compensation. But that team and him looks just total full of apathy today. We, we, were, we were just starting to get into the game. If Martians would have scored, okay, it might have made a big difference. Who on earth decided to leave 1v1 at the back? So when they broke away and Kamara Kazi goes diving in and uh, <laughs> you know, gets, gets mugged off by Cameron Archer, now... Anyone that's worth sixteen million quid realize in that situation you your first job is to hold up foul. He could have committed a foul that far out and got a yellow card. But you're aware of your surroundings. And, you know, that's something I'd expect from one of the youngsters, not someone worth sixteen million. But I looked at ha and I didn't think he did too bad. He did he did put effort in, but he doesn't look passionate. He just looks as so though he's full of apathy and there's no leadership. We're poor in the final third. We don't create enough. I, I just can't get excited. We're just boring. And so therefore, I just think there's apathy. And I don't think Billich gets in that dressing room and gets them motivated from the start because he's full of apathy and the problem is higher up. And therefore, it transmits its ray right through and you know, any of us in work, business, you know, culture starts at the top, it's a leadership thing and it flows down. And therefore, if you're in a in any work environment and your manager's enthusiastic, passionate, supports you, it breeds that right form of culture. And at this moment in time, it's just full of apathy. And this midfielder that, you know, we're supposed to be signing, he, he better have bloody miracles, let alone be championship ready because he's going to be carrying a lot on his, uh, on his shoulders. But there's just rotten problems there. Sar needs to be sold. He's going backwards. His value is dropping. For the good of him and for all of us, it's going to end badly because the fans will start to get on his back. Let the boy go and let him achieve his dream somewhere else. Take the 10 million or whatever he's around worth with a year, year and a half to go. Let him go and furrow his fair somewhere else. I think he'll be a substitute in the Premier League and he'll be a bit part player. But let him have that opportunity. From his past, he deserves it. Currently, he's offering nothing, and I think he's actually holding us back. And the boy from Benfica, looked lively for the first five minutes. But let's be honest about it. He's been sent here for the shop window to increase his value. So he either goes back to Benfica, or they're hoping that probably Tottenham or someone like that will see him and uh, make them a huge offer, given his name. So
4: apathy is the word apathy is the word well you say apathy is the word i found kamara kazi very pleasing indeed which on a day like this is really saying something there's paul everybody that paul excellent love to hear from you much more often because paul comes in and does some some says some really lovely things but he says about apathy so we have a number of people saying no billich in we have one person saying billich out and we have one person saying i think billich just doesn't care anymore i think he's kind of given up be interesting to see what rich wfc two says squad number seven and a half rich well, what you- did you what did you make it today
10: god i don't know i just well i'll tell, tell you one thing i mean i i've football's my number one watford's my number one has been since i was eight years old you know and I, and I like me rugby as well and i was watching a second half i'm thinking. I'm not really watching this. As there's nothing here at all. So for the last 15 minutes, I turned it off and watched me rugby team, and they had a lovely win at the end. But I'm, the, re- the reason I'm explaining that is that it sums up exactly what Paul's just said, apathy. It's it's just I'm looking at the football team today. I'm thinking, who's had a good game today? Who's a Who's a six or seven out of ten today? And you can carry one or two being like that. There was 10 at least. I mean, but, you know, Backman probably gets away with it. He was decent in what, what, what he did. He must be wondering what on earth is in front of him. And I'm not his biggest fan, but, you know, he, he did his job. But mm-hmm. can you yeah. honestly look at anybody else and think they were above 6 or 7 out of 10? And that's being generous. They were 4s and 5s. It was dreadful. I mean, the trouble is Pozzo is constructed... A, I can't. I can't use the word. He constructed eleven people to be able to go onto the pitch. All individuals. There's no team there. There's not a team from the top to the bottom. There's not one people fighting for each other, and and they're just there is just no passion. And I I just. I'm, I'm going down to Reading next week. I'm getting out and getting in an away game. I haven't done too many mm-hmm. for a little while. I'll be down there next week. And I'm going to be very interested to see what the away fans are feeling because you away fans that are going, and you have my utmost respect, I've been one of you for many, many years. I've done so many over the last few years, but I go to every home game and I watch every single game. But I just want to listen and see what these away fans are doing because if you are going and spending your money and your time and your weekend going up to watch what we're watching at the moment and you're going to just sit there and not do something i'm a bit i'm a bit puzzled so there comes time when people need to start reacting reading away is a lovely away ground for way supporters you're congregated together it's noisy if you want to be there is the opportunity to make yourselves heard so i'm going to be there next week and um and we'll see what happens there but going back to it, as I said, what Paul said about apathy is absolutely right. And he's spot on about everything that he said about Billich. And I know you're going to ask me the question and I've got seven and a half on my shirt and, I'm, and I literally am. I, I, I never really envisaged thinking about Billich going. Today made me think about it because I'm thinking just how many away performances this season have we had now? Blackpool, Millwall, today, uh, Swansea. Where the team have not just been beaten; they've been beaten well, well, well before the game finished. They put their cut; they've literally surrendered. The white flag has gone up very quickly. Billich has made substitutions that anybody with a sane idea of how football works is. You're saying to yourself, "He's he's making he's sending a message there. He's sending a message." You know, I know a few things behind the scenes, and. And I know what anyone, you know, and he's actually, you don't even have to hear it from me now. He's saying it himself. He he is not happy with his squad. He is at odds with Manga. I can tell you that. He doesn't speak to Pozzo. I can tell you that. You know, there is no cohesion going down there at all. Manga is down there being Billy Big Bollocks thinking, excuse my French. There yeah, I did it. But that's exactly what's going <laughs> on down at that training ground. You've got, you know, and he may be bringing some good players in. He may be a fair play, but is he bringing in team players? Is he bringing in championship players? Does he know the English game? Does he know what is needed? Well, I read somewhere today that he was in the away end. Well, if he didn't watch a Middlesbrough team today that is your classic championship team that has momentum and is looking that it could could well go up with a a very experienced person, if not necessary manager in Carrick with a chairman in Steve Gibson who backs his managers mostly and has put together a very, very competent team there that is only getting better. They've got Barlazer coming in next week. Uh, yep. He's in the stands watching it today. They're only going to get stronger. They've got Cameron Archer up front on his first game, cause chaos. And yeah, I take what Neil's point is absolutely right. Coming into a, a well-run team makes it a lot easier. But, that's what you should be. You should be that well-run team. The Portuguese player come in today, played for five minutes, nearly scored, and then he's running around frustrated as hell because he's running into the spaces and nobody can find him because you've got no players on that pitch that have any idea of going forward and playing proper passing balls. We've always known our defence is a shambles. Anybody with a pace opens it up and they opened it up at will today. I mean, you know, it could have been 4-5 at half-time, you know, and then, and then you've got Martins who's a disgraceful miss, you know, I mean, you can't afford to miss chances like he missed and I didn't think he was very good in the last two games I've seen him and I last week I bit my tongue and I said, you know, these guys have got to settle and they have but you, you haven't got too much time to hit the ground running at Watford so you need to be hitting the ground running and I'm seeing nothing from any of these players that are making me sit on the edge of my seat thinking what a player we've got here. You know, the only one that ever does that is Pedro and God, God do we need him back in the team but, that's where we are today. And, and I'm, as I say, I'm saying to the Way fans, just how much longer are you going to just take this? I mean, it is turgid. It is rubbish. It is not exciting. And we're just getting rolled over. And we keep saying, oh, well, we're still fourth. We're third. We're fourth. Whatever we are, don't really matter. We ain't going anywhere you know, we get into the playoffs and we play anybody like Middlesbrough or Sheffield United if they drop down into it or you know, whoever's up there, you know, at the moment Christ, Luton have got two games in hand on us they win those, they're above us, you know, we won't even be in the playoffs, wake up and smell the coffee people, you know this team is is not good yeah, we've got injuries, but that's the players out there today, there was enough on that pitch that, I mean, I had the envious as some of us said, of listening to Middlesbrough commentary today and they're, yeah, they're, they're crapping themselves at the McGinn, oh, so blimey, we got Davis, we got Saar, the best player in the league, and all this they're going on about. This is the sort of in their heads, and then they see the reality on the pitch, and they're at the end of it. They're thinking, oh well, that was easy. You know, and they're thinking, got two two good chances if we can somehow get past Watford. We got Blackpool at home next week. They suddenly. Ecstatic, you know. <laughs>
4: they got. Me. I was listening. I was yeah. listening to the Middlesbrough commentary. Yeah. You are absolutely spot on. Yeah. By the end of it, yeah. they were cocker. They were and they were doing what you would do with a team with a sense of momentum Correct. and going forward. Because yeah. you know, as we said, anybody from Middlesbrough, fair play. You absolutely deserved it, guys. <laughs> oh, well God, done, yeah. but they were like, there is a chance of catching Sheffield United. Well, they, they were a point behind us. We could have been four points further forward today. Yeah. Um, and been the ones going, well, they' you know, maybe, maybe there's a chance, but we know the season has been so stop, start, so stop, start all the way through. Mm. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you to go into one of these three. We only had, we only had two options until Paul came along yeah. and created a third one. You'll like that. You'll like this kind of random <laughs> ignore, ignore what the poll's all about behavior. Yeah. So, Billich out? Billich just can't be asked. Or, or 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 no, give Billich his head and let him stay. Uh, it's Billich can't be
10: asked because I don't think he wants to do it. I I don't I'm not looking for another change. Billich of you know 3 or 4 weeks 4 or 5 weeks ago 100% he's the man. I want him no chance. But now cuz he's given up, I'm giving up on him a little bit if that makes any sense. Mm, um yeah. but, you know, I'm saying to myself, well, Slavin, you're bitching, you're, you're piping about every transfer and you have every right to be if you're unhappy. I mean, it's it's Marco Silva all over again, isn't it? And it's, uh, Scott, mm-hmm. it's Scott Parker at Bournemouth, you know. He'll get to the end of the transfer window and it'll be, uh, well, they didn't give me the players I wanted and, and then and then Pozzo will sack him anyway. That, that That's probably the way this is going to turn out. So, yeah, I'm conscious of, you know, I'm, answering, I'm answering your question by saying because Pilic doesn't want to be there, then maybe we ought to let him go. I don't know. It's no. ridiculous. <laughs> It's ridiculous,
4: ridiculous. This is fine. You, you know what's going to happen. One of these days, I'm Whoa. going to come up with an idea for one of these polls, and everybody's <laughs> going to go, well, "Well done, Pete. That's a, that's a thoroughly well structured <laughs> poll. We shan't change it." But up until now, no, we'll just change it. What the there? There, go, Rich. Thank good you, sir. Good evening, Excellent God. stuff. Good well, let's go to let's go to one of those away fans. Let's go to Mal, uh, who must be heading somewhere down the A1, I imagine. Mal, if you want to hit your your mic button now, Mal is in car, so. Uh, Mel, you're going to have to shout me old mate. H- how was that in the away end? How was how was the mood with everybody today?
3: Hiya, Peter. Hope you're feeling better. I
4: am. Thank you very much indeed. How 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 was everybody feeling in, in the away end? That's the important thing.
3: Uh, very despondent. Beaten by a better team. They played the tactics well. We just haven't got anybody who wants to move at all up front. Uh, and what we're doing, trying to play... Man City football in the back, in our own area, I
4: do not know, because we can't do it. Yeah, and, and we seem to we seem to have extended this, let's play the ball in short spaces to one another, when we're actually still defending. I mean, it, it is real, uh, Paul, Paul used the word camera uh, camera cars here earlier on, and he's spot on, but we just didn't seem to want to... Take, have somebody who would take responsibility and clear the bloody thing. At least that's how it felt to, to to me watching it. Was that reasonably uh, uh, reciprocated in the stands?
3: Yep, yeah, yeah, it sums it up well. That uh, we we were just saying shout to Batman just to boof it upfield and try and do something that way rather than mess around in that six-yard box. It's uh, awful.
4: I mean, the churn that, that we saw in terms of, if you take those, you know, the centre-half position and the central midfield position must have changed. Each one of those changed about four or five times in the game because, you know, you, you, you have uh, uh, Gaspar, well, he ended up having to go to right-back. He had Bakuna having to come on because Kone got shifted out. And, uh, and uh, let's face it, at times, uh, but Hamza Chowdhury was having to drop into midfield. And it, it was it was just... It was literally all over the place. How bad the first goal, which obviously was a, was a huge turning point, how, how culpable in the stand did Kamara look for that ball? Because it got played out wide to Archer, and it looked like Archer just nicked it just before he got there, and he did have the chance to take him out, but he, but he didn't. And then he ran free, and even then we still had chances to clear it. Where, where would you put the, uh, the responsibility on that first goal?
3: The defence. Uh, Buckland. Done well for the first part, to save the first bit. But after that, um, everyone, it just like as if it's in slow motion. And they just, no one knew what to do, really. And next thing you know, the ball was in the back
4: of the net. No, uh, no, very depressing. Very depressing. So we're going to come to the fir- uh, So two questions, two questions. Wendover Horn, Greg, is having Chinese tonight. What dish should he add to his menu? And secondly, obviously less importantly, what do you think? Billich in, Billich out, or Billich just doesn't care anymore?
3: First of all, I think we should stick with Billich, give him to the end of the season, see how how things turn out, and hopefully we go for it next season. Good. Uh, The second one, with Greg, um, I would like a a chicken chow mein and ask him what time is supper?
4: Excellent, Greg,
3: you've got to let Mal know this is important stuff, this is important stuff. T- t- telling me and Steve are uh, feeling behind the package after watching that.
4: <laughs> well, you take care. Are you are you on the A1 now? Have you managed to get clear of Middlesbrough? Still yeah, again yeah, we've too. got
3: a nice um, journey so far, we managed to get out pretty easy and we'll go a 19 on the
4: 19 a19 oh look at this look at this we're well this is this is Mal and Steve taking care of traffic reports because you know Wendover Horn is too busy organizing himself his Chinese which now includes uh, uh, you know chow mein as well which is excellent stuff Mal Steve safe drive back guys thank you very much as always
1: about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's
2: the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go, your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com